This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and we're back, and I'm excited to introduce Fred Frank from Dr. Constantine Frank Winery in the Finger Lakes region of New York, and he is the grandson of the founder of the winery. He took over leadership in 1993, and his background is a business degree from Cornell University, and he studied viticulture and enology in Germany. That's winemaking and the growing of grapes. And now that prepared him to take over the family business. Thank you so much for joining us, Fred. Oh, Laurie, thank you for having me. So you have a lot of experience in the wine industry in the Finger Lakes and studying around the world. But a lot of people don't realize that New York, and specifically the Finger Lakes, is such a world-class wine region for wines like the Riesling, the dry Riesling we're tasting today from 2010. This history goes back a long time. Tell us a little bit about how your winery was founded. Sure. It's really a fascinating story. Our founder was Dr. Constantine Frank, and uh, he was also my grandfather. And he had a Ph.D. in viticulture, which is the science of growing grapes. Mm -hmm. And uh, his specialty was... uh, um, growing Vitis vinifera in a cold climate. So when he came to New York in 1951 um, and was told by industry experts you couldn't grow vinifera in New York, he took that as a personal challenge mm. and set out to prove the experts wrong. Yes, and, and uh, the New York wine industry has grown tremendously since he started uh, his winery in 1962. There were under a dozen wineries in New York, and today there's over 330. Wow. So it's been a true renaissance. Well, what I love about this, and for our listeners that might not be familiar with that term vinifera, the vinifera grapes are the grapes that we're used to from Europe, right? Like your Rieslings, your Cabernet Sauvignon, your Sauvignon Blancs. They're not native to the United States. And so he was instrumental in trying to get people to start growing these grapes because they're known for producing great wines, as opposed to the native grapes that were here in the States. So people kind of thought he was a little bit crazy, right? (laughs) Yes, he was called the uh, crazy old doctor on the hill, uh, (laughs) but he persevered, and uh, partly because we have a pest uh, in the eastern U.S. called Mm. phylloxera. That is a root louse that's native to this uh, part of the world. And uh, this root louse would eat the roots of the earlier attempts to grow vinifera on their own roots. Going all the way back to Thomas Jefferson in Virginia, Mm -hmm. uh, attempts were made that were unsuccessful. So uh, Dr. Frank perfected the grafting technique using um, native rootstock from the Vitus Labrusca or the native grapevines that evolved to be resistant to this native pest and grafted them onto the European scion that gives us the higher quality fruit. And I'm going to embed a video that I found on your YouTube channel on my website at thewinecoach.com where people are going to see a little bit about the history and, and some of which you're talking about. But now we have the base or the root of the vines, which is American, and then the, you know, the top, which produces the fruit, which is European. And one of those grapes that you've become known for is Riesling, which we normally think about in Germany. How would you say, what is special about a Finger Lakes-style Riesling versus one from Germany? Uh, well, that's a good analogy. Actually, they're, they're similar. Uh, we have a similar cool climate here uh, in the Finger Lakes, similar to Germany, and we also have similar rocky soils and steep slopes. Mm-hmm. So the combination of uh, this type of um, 
similar soils and similar climate results in a flavor similar to German Riesling, but it has its own unique characteristic. Uh, of course, it's, it's a different area than Germany. Uh, but many wine experts believe that Riesling grown in the Finger Lakes is now some of the best in the United States, and we uh, enter our wines in competitions across the country. And uh, our, um, this year we're at a record pace of um, over 52 gold medals. Wow. Uh, and these wine competitions are tasted blind, so the judges uh, are not, uh, there's no bias towards a New York wine, and uh, <laughs> often uh, we do very well in that type of even playing field. The other thing I love about your wine is that, and I'm looking at the 2010 that we've been tasting, it's 12% alcohol. And many times a lot of the wines that you get these days are, you know, 15, 16% alcohol. Uh, And what's great about a a lower alcohol wine is that you can enjoy a little bit more, uh, but it also doesn't clobber your food. I think there's a real food friendliness to the style of wine that you're creating because you have that cool, cool climate. Is that something you find why people love your wines? Yes, uh, I would agree with that. More and more sommeliers and uh, and wine and food lovers are, are realizing that the beauty of the Finger Lakes as far as food wines. And uh, uh, because of global warming, some of the warm climate regions of the world are experiencing um, higher alcohols, even above 14%. And because we're uh, kind of on the northern fringe of grape growing in a cool climate area, the, the global warming really doesn't uh, have a, uh, a big negative effect for us. And so generally our wines are in the 12% alcohol range and typically are very food-friendly, especially with lighter, uh, lighter dishes uh, where our wines can complement them very nicely. Wow. Well, Fred Frank from Dr. Constantine Frank Winery, this has been an amazing chance to catch up on the history and what's so special about the wines of the Finger Lakes. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me, Lori. All right. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Discover the recipe for a delicious life each week on The Sipping Point with Lori Forster, the wine coach. Each week, Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on WBAL 1090 AM or at WBAL.com.